Uh, all right, welcome into this edition of Road Trippin' with RJ and Channing. I'm your host, Allie Clifton. Um, I'm just going to say this. The Lakers just played eight games in 14 days, which means that I probably worked 14 out of the last 14 days. So I need a minute. I'm going to let you guys start this episode and let me know what you want to talk about. And we're not talking about any of the upcoming playoff series because that's for the second half of this episode. But there's still plenty to be discussed within the NBA right now. Okay, now, Allie, let's be really honest. You're the host of this show, starting this show. Do with your no- job is what you're saying? Okay. No, no, I got it. There's right. plenty of stuff. What are you talking about? There's plenty Not- of stuff. Thank you, Channing. God, you're such a good team player. Thank you. Listen, one. I'm just saying I was not prepared. I was not prepared <laughs> to have thoughts. Well, here, I, I was like, KYP. Richard. KYP. Now, what? the internet is usually a semi-warm place. The Kuzma Dimwitty beef is I don't awesome. I get it. Well, Dimwitty has been throwing, throwing mad haymakers at Washington for a while, right? And I, he disgruntled, right? And then goes to the Nets. They're 11 and 13, their last 24. But he's yeah. like, oh, Washington doesn't play winning ball. They don't do this. And then he made a mention of like to Kuz. I don't know why. I don't know the, the pre, I don't know the prequel to that, but goes, yeah, you're not even the third best player on a good team. That's why the Lakers got rid of you. So Kuz said, oh, I got time today. And went down every single point of why Dimwitty is boo-boo in his eyes. But I like, you know, everyone, you know, to me, everyone's like, oh, these players like each other. They do this, they do that. The only difference between this generation and the last generations, more players work out together. That's it. But, like, nobody really be fucking with each other like that, right? Unless they went to college together. But, like, people go, oh, MJ didn't like anybody. MJ was partying with Dan Marley, Charles Barkley, and those dudes during the NBA Finals. He, he drank and played cards with every single good player on every single team. Like, they were dudes. Bar- like, Barkley and Ewing and Jordan and Oakley were all boys. Like, Magic and Isaiah Thomas are famously boys. Do you think they just get the attention now because of social media and so now you see the guys? Yeah, and because there's more turnover now with players, so that peaks. Oh well, he's friends with this one. He's that. Oh, he knows this one. So I just think the energy because players are turning over more. So it's like now relationships have shown, especially when you look at like LeBron and his relationship with D Wade and and Chris Bosh, and how that sparked like kind of a the beginning of a high level of player movement. But that also coincided with shorter contracts. So it was like four year contracts because I could sign it. I signed a six year deal. The NBA limited to four and five. So now guys are becoming free agents every three years. That means that if you got one of the best players in the world, every three years you gotta make sure you're good to keep them. Who's dinging? You know what I'm saying? Like what? Who's dinging? Uh, I don't know. That was really loud in my right ear. <laughs> no no but i, I also think i'm still it's thinking this. about the guy that you saw with his ding ding last week <laughs> dude big fella had his little wee wee out slanging in the sun <laughs> he didn't want no tail lines till he saw me peeping him i said hey yo put that put your little earthworm away no but like okay so- anyways but you see i think people like they hear and see what they want and what I'm noticing is 
and maybe this is my fault, people will pick anything to hate on, right? Like even last night, you know, I was just, you know, I was at the bar with Doug getting, grabbing lunch uh, right here in Manhattan. And Skip Bayless is talking about, oh, well, Braun was afraid to go to the free throw line. And you look at that play a hundred times and you're like, that is the exact right play you should have made a hundred out of a hundred times. And people are just making wild narratives for anything. It's like, it's almost unfair. But Chan- Channing, no, Channing, Channing. It's all, I mean, just. I'm disappointed. No, no, I'm not Channing, I'm referencing. Channing. Listen, I'm referencing Skip Bayless for this one thing. But let me say this, Channing. even for Russell Westbrook. No, he's- I know, he's separate. But let me just say, also the Russell Westbrook hating KD narrative isn't even a thing. That's not a thing, right? Even Russ said that's no, not a but thing. No, but, but like it, these it's, narratives, it's entertainment. Right, 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 right. Uh, right, but at, cer- at a certain point, as a journalist, as a media member, you just can't make shit up. You can't make shit up, Richard. You don't make shit up. You I'm think not a saying certain that way. you're not correct. I'm not saying that you're not correct, Channing. But I also think there's a global warming issue that's not being tackled and it's not going to change, right? So, like, this is what I'm referencing. It's like, dude, you're going to say Skip Bayless, he can't make something up, right? And then again, because he's so outlandish, the bar for respectable journalism goes, like, right here, right? Is that right below your nutsack? Right below my nutsack, right? (laughs) But I just, you're right. You watch this and you're like... It, it's a it's not necessarily a real thing like these guys don't like each other yeah but you know for a fact they're gonna chirp at each other you know for a fact i would want nothing less you know, no but that's what i'm saying so you know that the even if they're they're talking about the beef because they're gonna predict the beef yeah right, right so right, i like right. but the skip Bayless stuff he's not a real person bro <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm disappointed in you Chan. sorry I'm my dis- bad he does not say actual opinions. He says opinions that will get people like us to say his name on a show. Do you see what Skip said about LeBron? I don't give a no. Well, okay, so let's transition into. Oh, there we go. Let's kind of go off fault. of that. That's off of that line. I know. Fault. I try to give you guys the floor because I know your brains and minds wander that way, and they're usually pretty spot on. So, because Rich called me out and said I am the host, I am prepared. Um, we are going to talk about the playoffs and the upcoming, like I said, later in the episode, but because two of the teams that are already set for the playoffs, obviously, um, played last night, we're going to discuss them first and foremost. Um, and we'll, we'll start in LA. Um, as I mentioned, the Lakers eight games in 14 days, they will now, now that the schedule is set two versus seven with the Grizz, they will play four games in 13 days. Um, that schedule has a couple of days off between a couple of the games, which obviously only benefits when it comes to the playoffs. Thirteen days. They got after coming off off of eight games in fourteen days, but they've got a nice little rest here. So let's start with the Grizz and the Lakers series. What do you guys? How do you see it kind of playing out between the two of them? We just got skipped last night. Yeah, we yeah. Start with last night and what you saw from the Lakers, the T-Wolves, et cetera, and you can kind of transition that into, obviously. <laughs> I'm saying that you have free reign because we're going to talk about it later in the show, the rest of the playoff series. But, yeah, you have free reign. So start with All Lakers, right. T-Wolves, what you saw. I actually weighed in on that with you guys as well in the text chain. We're really just chanting. But, um, yeah, what you saw with that series. Because you were already asleep, Rich. Go. You were. Well, I couldn't tell if I was taking shrooms or if everyone on the court was taking shrooms the last three minutes. I couldn't tell. <laughs> that 
fun with seeing colors. He was chewing them up. The they were all seeing Richard. The decision making in that game. Yeah, 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 yeah. The decision making in that last three minutes. Now, again, Channing, we've all seen your final four. We know the last three minutes can go terribly, right? Um, you know, like I've made tons of tons of stupid mistakes also. But man, collectively, collectively, the the mistakes that they made and they overcame them. So we're gonna get to the Memphis series. But and I'm not even going to harp on Anthony Davis from like, oh, how did he foul the three-point shooter? The worst part about it is that he made that mistake multiple times just a couple of weeks ago in a very crucial game. And so if you're going to need to count – No, because he fouled, he, he fouled the three-point shooter, and then he missed he, – he left Kleba open. I think he fouled Kleba. He fouled Kleba uh, I thought, first. Okay. I'm just saying you just literally broke it down on NBA today, and I'm saying he's only fouled one shooter. Yeah, he left him open for the shot, but last night with the instance with Mike. No, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. That's, no, that's the second shooter he has now fouled. And the, but the, premise of that, the premise of what you're correct, the premise is you're correct. The thing that I'm trying to reference about Anthony Davis is that they're going to count on him for high-level emotional play or like intelligent play. And that from him, we all know that. Everyone knows that. He know, everyone knows it. But it's just like, bro, like you've made that mistake leaving a shooter. Two have led to fouls. One is left to a game winner. In the last couple of weeks, if you're going to make a legitimate playoff run, he's got to emotionally and more like approach it with a higher intelligence. And just you can't have those mistakes, right? Not from that guy. Because that means there's less mistakes for winning Gabriel. That's less mistakes for that's less mistakes for D'Angelo Russell. That's less mistakes for Vanderpool, right? Like that, that gives them less room for error. I'm saying it gives you less room for error. Who's Vanderpool? It gives you less room for error. Our, our Van, Vanderbilt. Vanderpool? 100%. Oh, I agree with you on Vanderpool. that. Um, because especially, especially because he is your end all be all. You know, it starts yes. and ends with Anthony Davis. I hear you on that. Let me ask you guys this question really quick. And this is not an excuse for Anthony Davis. This is coming to you guys from two guys that played with LeBron James, who always thinks one step ahead, right? AD was talking about this in the post game and he said he messed up the switch on that Conley. He actually called out red and, and he didn't think that the person he was in that, that switch with, which was LeBron heard him. And then he said, but I need to understand that it's LeBron. Right. So in moments like that, I, I just kind of like, I'm like, yeah, you, you, you can trust LeBron in that situation, right? This is not an, I'm not making an excuse. I, I'm asking you oh, what in those moments when you're talking high level, Oh, I, me and Channing, we both probably fall under the same law of sure. like, oh, this is his fault. This is Ron's <laughs> fault. I said it, and I went with my guy. I said it. I went with my guy. And if he cut back door, Bron's man, that's Bron's fault. My job <laughs> is to put the pressure back on the big yeah. fella. So I'm going to yell red, and I'm going to go. Now, did he hear me? Did he do it? I did what I was supposed to do. Yeah. I you know, you know you know it you know it that's that we we he's yelled at us we yelled at him but like you know it that's it I'm gonna do my job that's it you ask me to do more than my job I don't get paid enough for to do more than my job nope I, I'm too old to do more than my job I should have known better damn it yeah. well one okay. the Minnesota Timberwolves tricked that game away. They absolutely oh. tricked that game away. Do you know what's the most fucking frustrating part about the whole game? It wasn't Anthony Edwards not missing shots because that happens, right? This is his first chance 
not playing shots, opponent, not missing shots, or not making, not shots, missing, not shots. making shots. Oh, oh making thank you. Shots. Your thank internet you. is real go, shitty, go. Richard. So you can't yeah, hear. I said yeah. making, not making. No. Oh, okay, roll the tape. <laughs> edit, edit. <laughs> it's Carl Anthony Towns. Stop. No, not at all. Carl Anthony Towns, stop posting up. Did you see when Anthony Edwards had a one-on-one opportunity? Cat was posting up at the three-point line against Austin Reeves. He refused to go to the block where he had the advantage for some wild reason. And all five of them, people go, oh, the NBA's cheating. Motherfucker, they were not even going to the rack. They were running a one-five screen to roll, and everyone was on the outside of the excuse me, three-point line. So I'm like, how do you get fouls if nobody's posting up? You're only seven-footer. And then what happens is they pass the ball around the perimeter, pass, 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 pass. Somebody contests, and you have another seven-footer, Anthony Davis, Braun, you know, whoever else contesting that. So, like, for me, this is a big learning moment for Minnesota of, like, hey, Kat, when you have Austin Reeves on you or D'Angelo Russell or Dennis Schroeder, stop trying to post up at the three-point line Go to the block where you have the actual advantage and then create an opportunity for your teammate. Your, your spacing was bad. Everything was bad about that about those possessions that made me frustrated. And then for the Lakers, God, they couldn't kick that bitch in the ocean last night. That's going to that's gonna oh. kill them. I mean, literally, I'm, four, I'm 40, almost 40. I could have made five of those. And it wasn't like they were they – were, not like people were hard closing out on them. Like they were barely contesting. Like how do you miss that many shots is wild to me. Like y'all can't, you're I will pros. tell you that. They were tired. They looked tired. That group looked one, tired. One, again, eight games in 14 days. Two, I will tell you being there in the arena, there were several times I looked at the guy sitting next to me and I was like, did you hear that contact? The officials did let them play for as much as we want to talk about the rule, like totally. the length, the athleticism. I think that's the one thing that is underrated by Minnesota mm-hmm. and they were just continuing. But the early shots, especially for the Lakers, they were open. They, they were, naked. they had but the looks and naked. they were long. They were, yeah. Yeah. That break is so, that break is so good for them. It's so important. Um, the long break, as Channing wanted to point out, um, is so good for them. Um, but what happened to D'Angelo so, Russell last no. night? What happened to no, him? No, guys, guys, we're not going to – okay, okay. We're not going to break down this one game as if – No, what, was, I, what I do want to ask, question, though, before though. we go He's on to third the next best one. He's their third best player, Richard. He's their third no, best I, player. No, I wasn't I, – no, I, 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 you're, I, I'm you're asking right, you a bro. question. I'm just saying it's like – what? What was the question? What, what would you, if you, were a t- if you were his teammate, what do you tell him? I'd tell him it's one game we made the postseason. Let's go get it right. You okay. got fuck. You're going to get some John Morant. You're going to get some Desmond Ooh. Bain. You're going to get some Tyus. Lock up. It's time to wait, like, wake up. We need you. Oh, wake right? up. Not you. lock up. Wake up. No, wake up. No, he because he's got to go at them the, on the other end. For sure. Like, John Morant is not great in pick and roll. So, like, you know, if John Morant is guarding him, like D'Angelo Russell should have some good offensive opportunities, which he should like being who he is. He should be successful at. John Morant is not great in guarding pick and rolls. Right, totally. 
So, so I like I, I say that I, I I only say that to say is that he's going to have a favorable matchup on offense if that's who they have guarding him. Okay. Okay. And to your point, the Lakers do need D'Angelo Russell. Yes. A lot more active, obviously scoring. He's averaging 17 and six on the season since being with the Lakers. Hey, road trippers. Our next partner has a product we're personally using every day. We're all taking athletic greens because we want more energy, better immune systems. And we all got tired of taking pills and vitamins. Want to see what the hype is all about? It's obvious. Every scoop of AG1 tastes great and helps us to feel our best in the morning. We have the peace of mind knowing that we're beginning every day with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, and even probiotics. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially in the middle of cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your own health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin', take ownership over your health, and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Again, go to athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin' and get started today. Hey, road trippers, spring is here and it's time to get your fit right for this warmer weather. Get yourself some gear that's meant to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun with premium polarized shades, customized snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. They have durable frames and extremely clear optics for all of your outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by their lost and broken replacement, meaning if you're like me, me and lose or break a pair, even on day one, they'll send you a new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they've donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. If you don't like them, exchange for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop at Shady Rays. Again, their team, they always have your back. And here's an exclusive offer for all of you road trippers out there. Shady Rays is giving you their best deal yet. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 200,000 people online. That's ShadyRays.com and enter the promo code ROADTRIPPIN. Um, having said that, so obviously the Timberwolves are going to get the winner of on Friday in a home game for themselves. The matchup tonight, which we're not going to talk about because this will come out after the Pelicans and the Thunder. But before we go ahead and talk about the, the Celtics and the or the Heat, excuse me, and the Hawks, I do want to get your take because, Channing, you've been on this podcast talking about your thoughts with Rudy Gobert and how he fits within that style. I know this was a couple days ago, but we haven't talked about it since it came down. And, Rich, you've been an advocate for Rudy in terms of how that all kind of happened, went down, and what the T-Wolves do moving forward now as they should have Rudy back for Friday. What we know of what was said, how it was handled, I get it. Rudy can't do that stuff. We know that. I think the fact that they have you know, one game to or two games to win one was probably, you know, also factored into these decision makings. Like, again, because that if that would have happened in practice, Channing, would there be anything that would have happened? No. Either player would have been fine. Nothing. Nothing. Right. But it was the fact that it spilled over into the public space and it led to a suspension, which sucks. Um, but like Minnesota going. Well, we're going to we're not going to talk about the next game. I'm I was about to start going. I was about to. I caught myself. You got yourself. Okay, so then Hawks and Heat. Were you guys surprised by the outcome there? And obviously, Quinn Snyder, who has just 21 games with the Hawks under his belt. Um, how confident are you in them obviously taking on the Celtics? Let's start with the, the Hawks and the Heat from last night. I think a lot of people were shocked by that outcome. You're what? Gentlemen sweep, get up out of there. Thank you. Bye-bye. What? Stop it. 
Hawks, Celtics. What? The Celtics, gentlemen, sweep, get up out of there. Not a chance. Name me one. The Hawks have a really good, uh, the the best offense in the NBA. Second best, I think, or the first best after the break with Quinn Snyder. Who has a top five defense and who has shown to be able to lock down anything? Think about this this uh, backcourt. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Brogdon, Derek White. Derek White. So who do the Hawks have? Trey Young, who's small. DeJounte Murray, not that good at shooting threes. And Bogdanovich, who's not that good at defending. I, I think at that point. Yeah, no, there, there's no, there's, this is the largest gap uh, when you think about who's favored, like the betting line. It's, it, this is the biggest gap in the entire postseason. Um, of any other matchup, and I think I, I I think Atlanta can win two games. I think Atlanta can win two games in this series, but because I think the fact that you do have some shooting and Trey Young, I think they. I'm saying not. I'm not, I don't believe that they will win the series. I do believe that they can win two in this series. If they win two. That's a huge accomplishment to me. I, I, I'm not not. Yeah, that, this is a. If they get swept, I'm be like, well, that's what I thought. I just don't think they generate offense like that. Like all these offensive re- – it's more Miami. You look at Miami and you're like, Pat Riley got to do something with that. That that ain't it. <laughs> like that ain't it. Giving Does up Miami get into the postseason? Are they, eight, are they the eight seed? No. I don't know if they – this is the first time I've ever said this in my career. I don't know if they really want to. I don't know if they have the ability to. You can only win with second-round picks so much. You can only win with a a small team playing six-and-a-half players so much. Like, did you – I I had to watch the whole game, and I'm like, if I was playing my my kids' basketball and I just threw it off the backboard and went and got a rebound, that was what it was like last night. Like it was bad. Bad. Twenty six to six second chance points against a Miami. Sixty three rebounds is bananas. Clint Capella alone out uh, had more offensive rebounds than than the Miami Heat. So it was like, and like, look, we know some of it can be bad bounces. Some of it can be a lot of different things. But ultimately, I'm saying some, some, some collectively as a group, that was. The only reason why you lost the game was because of rebounding. That is a very – and I'm not talking about, oh, they got key offensive rebound. No, it was 26-6 to six second chance. 26? Points. You're supposed to get like, 12 for a game. You're 12 giving, is a lot. You're giving, the, you're, you're, you're giving the seventh ranked offense, top three, like you said, since, since um, um, Quinn takes over. You're giving them – 18 more offensive rebounds, more chances to score. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. Right? Like, on an off night, they look elite. If they were had an off shooting night, but with that many more opportunities, they going to make some. And they didn't. They could Honestly, they could have blew out the Miami Heat by 20. Easily. No, I, I was just going to go on to the, the standpoint. It's interesting that you say, I don't know if they want to, Channing, because I was on my way down last night and I was listening to Charles and them. And Charles actually made that comment. Like, oh, did I don't, he, he said he didn't 
think he was like, you also have to factor in like how many guys actually want to win their playing games just to be served the one or two seeds as their opponent. Nope. Like, is that real? <laughs> yes. No, but, but yes. That's, that's why I, but that's why I think I, I truly think it should be just the eight seed. It should be just the eight seed mm. and there should be a three team tournament. There should be a three team tournament. The, the reigning eight seed and the nine and 10, whoever wins that, has to play the reigning eight seed to get in. Seven, seven should be in. This whole, we have 19 teams and 19 variations, and you still get 10 teams in. You still get 10 teams in, but you're not doing this dance up and down every damn year. That's, it's just, it just becomes, it, to me, it's too much. To your point, Allie, to your point, where it's like, I think the, the play-in, you don't want half the league trying, like, fighting in the play-in. And that's what it looked like. It was like the four, the five, the three, like all of these teams are in the fucking playing like space. Like that's like, I know it, it raises interest, but is it the right type of interest? And can you report on the interest the proper way? And let's get back to Miami Heat. That team is not built to win. They are last in every statistical category. And you're like, oh, is this team going to just turn it on? Turn what on? Jimmy Butler is at his best when he's your second or third best player until crunch time, right? Bam, mm-hmm. the development that we thought we saw for Bam disappeared after all-star break. Not aggressive, not, not even looking for his own shot. And then you ask Kyle fucking Lowry to come and even have a chance, give you 30 and you lose that game. This stat line was great crazy you you got the wildest game from the most nobody in vegas was like kyle lowry plus 25 nobody and this dude got 30 and you still lost it's just like what what are you trying to you're giving you want spolstra to make a michelin star meal with some you know some some boo-boo ass ingredients it's just not going to work cheese yeah, government cheese. What did you say? Damn, yeah, government cheese. Richard, why is your thing always... You know exactly why, Channing. Channing.